Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So today it is a sad day on the Man Fuse podcast. Unfortunately, I have something going on in my life right now that is affecting my family directly. And I guess this episode will be a paying homage. So my parents divorced uh, when I was in third or fourth grade. My dad remarried three to four years later. My mom was a single mom for probably 10 or 15 years. My mom was very picky. Yeah. Dude better have his shit together. You better have insurance. You're a fucking adult. You better do adult things. She dated, but my mom didn't remarry for probably 15 years until she met a gentleman who ended up becoming my stepdad. I was kind of blessed. Now, your parents are still married, Ben, which is an amazing thing. It is. But you hear stories all the time about the step-parents and how the step-parents don't get along with the kids. And there's not a high level of respect a lot of times, not every time. But with my particular case, you know, I was a teenager, so, you know, did I butt heads with my stepmom at points? Yeah, I did. I truly love my stepmom. I think she's a great person. Yeah. She's part of the family. Sure. My stepdad very quickly became part of the family. He was not a flashy individual, but he was very fucking smart. Right. And he had about the driest most unique sense of humor yeah. I have ever met in my life. Yeah. Now, my stepdad, just to give you an idea, when my brother moved to Australia years later after he'd been living there, he married, and we went to the wedding. Now, my stepdad took my mom, me, and all of his kids to New Zealand first no way. and to Australia so we could attend the wedding. So we are there. We are... It's, I guess it's about to be summer in Australia. Yeah. We're at the wedding. Now, I've never met my sister-in-law's family, neither has my stepdad. And my stepdad is, you know, just doing what my stepdad does. My stepdad is one of those people that asks a million questions. Yeah. Every time you see him, he'll ask how your business is doing. Right. And then he'll ask questions about... He just loves to understand. And it's not because he's being a dick. Some people might even feel interrogated. But he's just genuinely interested. He was built for business. The man hasn't worked for anybody in 40 fucking years. He's owned Dunkin' Donuts. He's owned rent-to-own-your-rim stores. Think about the fucking... Think about the hustle with financing rims for cars. Yeah. Aaron Rents, my stepdad, used to own nine Aaron Rent to own your furniture stores. Right. It's like issuing credit. My stepdad is at the wedding. Introdu- you know, he's speaking to my sister-in-law's family. Hey, who are you? I'm, I'm Nikki's uh, husband. Which my stepdad has been married two other times. 
He proceeds to tell my sister-in-law's family yeah. that he has been married three times. Hmm. Actually, this would be his fourth. The first two had died from food poisoning. Dang. Could yeah. never really tell that he was telling right. a joke. Right. He's being deadpan fucking serious. Right. And their jaws are dropping. They both died from food poisoning. And the third one died from a concussion. Oh. She wouldn't eat the food. Wow. And then walked away. Wow. And so my sister-in-law's family is like, oh my God. Serial That murder. poor woman. Yeah. Like talking about my mom. But it was just, and, and I probably am not doing it justice telling you the story. But that shit was just commonplace. Yeah. He was just so fucking dry. Right. Unfortunately, a year ago, my stepdad, after we all went to San Diego for a week, it's been a little over a year, he wasn't feeling well. He, was being, he had shortness of breath, and yeah. he was diagnosed with pulmonary fibrosis, which I believe is when your lungs start to harden. So you're not able to intake and absorb as right. much oxygen. Right. He's been on oxygen for a year. When he's mobile... He has oxygen, yeah. but he's not in a wheelchair and he still exercises. So the doctors for what he has, which is there is no cure. Look at him as like, it's amazing that you're still walking. Most people are so unhealthy. They're in a wheelchair, but he's exercising, but he's right. got to have oxygen. Right. And then about two weeks ago, he came down with COVID. Ooh. My mom had to call 911 and he was rushed to the hospital Dang. because... He was moving so slow hmm. and he was so out of breath and he wouldn't eat. And so my mom was like, you need more care than right. you're getting at home. Right. They thought he had a pretty good chance. He doesn't have COVID anymore, but the effects of COVID or whatever this thing is, you're not testing positive. It doesn't mean it's not any of the havoc that it wreaked right. in your body is completely gone. Now, to somebody like my stepdad, this is who COVID looks for. Yeah. He's not going to make. Sorry to hear that, man. Yeah, man. Feel for my mom. Definitely. Who has been by his side. I feel for his children. My kids have affectionately grown to love this man. Yeah. One of like the things that he loved to do with my kids, he's going to take them to a movie, the older right. kids. And my stepdad loved, he's in his 70s, and he loved to go and see the cartoons. Just three weeks ago, a month ago, him and my mom took, he's got his oxygen, yeah, but took my two older kids to see Puss in Boots. That's awesome. And he loves that. Right. You know, buys them all the candy they could shove in their face. Right. And having to tell them yesterday, it didn't look like he was going to make it. You know, and this That's is tough. a 10-year-old... And six-year-old, who up until this point, other than my wife's mother, who lived with us, but right. my daughter at the time was two or three years old, and my yeah. son was probably six, they haven't really had to, other than dogs passing, they haven't really had to experience death. And dude, it's heartbreaking. Like, watching my daughter cry for, and he's not dead, and- probably the long shot of long shots as my mom is telling me that 
I guess this is his time. Yeah, it I mean, is hard. This man. man really over my journey since he, you know, became serious with my mom has been a mentor, a cheerleader, any connections I ever needed, he'd hand them to me. Right. And he did many times. I remember when I was, oh man, to be with all clarity, I had hit a rough point in my life. I needed to get out of my town home. I let it go. It got foreclosed on. I was three years behind on my taxes. Right. I didn't have, I was in a new business is actually when I kind of started in real estate. And then I started working at the W Hotel before I got into radio and once I started making a little money on the W-2 side, that's when the IRS started coming after me. Of course. Like, you haven't paid taxes. And because I never filed my taxes yeah. and I sold off a lot of my stock stuff, the IRS was coming after me saying, you owe us $81,000. Mm. And my stepdad, who is very successful and yeah. has an accountant on payroll. Right basically reached out to that accountant and said, hey, my stepson is three years behind on his taxes as a favor to me for all the business I've done with you. Will you do his taxes? Yeah. And dude, I had, and I provided all of the documentation which got me even with the IRS as a favor. Praise the Lord. And I mean, to me, that's privileged. A lot of people probably wouldn't have that resource just handed to them. And I'm grateful and I'm thankful for that. Um, I was in a dark place in my life and I was at a, a turning point, a big turning point for me, which actually led me to where I am today. Yeah. And to Ron Herman, you will be missed tremendously and you are loved and your impact has been great on my family, on your family, and I believe anybody that ever came into contact with you. And as of right now, he is still with us. Will yeah. he be here tomorrow? I don't know. We don't know. And I will he be here Monday? I don't know. Will he be here when this podcast drops? Don't know. We don't know. But we love you, and regardless, I... The only thing I could want for you is your transition to be as peaceful as possible, yeah. if that is what's in store. Right. And uh, you will be missed. Yeah, man. You know, he was a great guy. I talked to him a number of times, and he helped me out even back in the day. He, uh, we contacts. gave you a referring to yeah. a deal you actually worked your ass off on, but it was a, a warehouse. Got it, it done. Yeah. Yeah. It I got took it forever. Done. Took forever, but I got it done. Yeah. That, that was at the beginning of your journey back yeah. into real estate yeah. the second time That's after right. our first. Yes. So, you know, he was always really nice to me. And, and he and, asked uh, about you. If he ever met my ex-girlfriend, which he did. Right. Sometimes he wouldn't think about it and he'd bring it up and he like. He'd bring it up in front of Aaron. Right. Well, hey, how's that girl? Right. And my wife would be like, what girl? Right. I, I, babe, I don't know why he asked that. Yeah, I have no idea. But he asked about you pretty often. If yeah. like, it would just be a random question. How's your buddy Ben doing? Yeah, yeah. Is he still in real estate? Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. You know, our life is so short. The best we can hope is that we can leave a great impact on people, that we can help other people get ahead. 
that we can be a positive influence on other people's lives. Um, so last night, um, it was bittersweet. Last night was the services. You yeah, know, sorry about uh, that. Uh, yeah, it's. I mean, it sucked. And when you hear some of the people that did speak, dude was just, everyone kind of had some similar crazy stories. Super entrepreneur, um, yeah. you know, had a bad drug problem at one point in his life, but when he decided to quit, he had been sober like 40 years. Yeah. And I'm talking from like highly extreme drug use. When he stopped, he stopped, dude, and remained sober for, I mean, unwavering. Yeah. Which, that says a lot about someone's character. Absolutely. And that's a hard thing to kick. Some funny story. How old was he? He was in his, I think he's like 77, 78, okay. I believe, if I remember yeah. correctly. Um, but my stepbrother, who's very, very successful, got up there and he spoke. And like at any service, you hear, you know, you're sad, but you hear a lot of stuff that makes you laugh. Right. You know, celebrating the character of this. Yeah. And this dude was a character. Yeah. Serial entrepreneur. My stepbrother started it off with a, uh, a quote. Because on the way here, he was listening to a Richard Branson podcast, he said, or yeah. watching one. And Richard Branson said that, um, and we won't talk about this very long, but he said that uh, the brave may not live forever, but the cautious do not live at all. Mm. And I heard that and I was like, that's pretty badass. Yeah, I like that. And he was brave in tons of ways so funny though to hear so my younger stepbrother flies into town red eye makes it there just before they take his oxygen off so he makes it there so he's able to talk my stepbrother walks in the room my older stepbrother is telling the story now he looks at my younger stepbrother and was like i'm leaving you six million dollars <laughs> <laughs> and then and then no acts like he passed and then opened up his eyes and said just kidding <laughs> even till he passed his sense of humor was was he obviously conscious and so forth he was conscious until they removed his oxygen because at that point they couldn't do anything else for him he couldn't breathe so the theory was his lungs were in such bad shape that without the, he wasn't on a vent, but without the maximum amount of oxygen, like a mask could give you or yeah. a, a whatever thing that goes in your nose, um, that his lungs would not be able to sustain him and that the oxygen he could get from the machines at his house wouldn't be enough. Once they took him off the oxygen, they sedated him heavily, not, not, uh, they didn't put him in a coma, Yeah. but he was so sedated. He was not, he would have no discomfort. Yeah. And so that's eventually it took, they thought it wouldn't last a day, it lasted four days, but wow. he wasn't, he wasn't with it after yeah. that. And then he passed. He had decided. Yeah. Yeah. But on his own damn terms. For as, four days. Yeah. At about a 50% wow. oxygen. Wow. Which you need like 90, 95. Yeah. Even with like a breathing machine at home, you, you use that to get you to that 90 because your brain can't function on 50% oxygen. And, right. and your your extremities can't function either. Yeah. So, you know, you end up being a vegetable, if yeah. not. And that's the last thing somebody wants. 
And it was super funny too. So my stepdad owns multiple restaurants and his partner slash manager that runs it all came by to pay his respects before the oxygen mask came off. And just like my stepfather, as soon as he sees him, he's like, what are the numbers? When are we opening the new store? That's funny. Because they have a sixth store that'll yeah. open in like a week. That was all he was concerned with. Right. What is the volume numbers yeah. that are coming in? Yeah. And when is the new store opening? Right. That's Even though cool. it's out of his hands now. Once he passed, my mom said that he looked literally 30 years younger because all the stress, all the pain instantly was out of his face. Yeah. Like 30 years younger, you look. Yeah, as you think about it, I mean, you've got tension everywhere. Yeah, right. Whatever. It's horrible. But it's part of life. Yeah. We'll miss you, Ron. This is the Manfuse podcast. If you want to join the show, you want to share the show, go to manfuse.com. Also, you can hit us up at 770-744-5227. Love your family. If you're estranged from your family, reach out to them. Because as Ben just said, life is short. My mom probably never thought that she would go home to an empty house that would not be filled with his presence again. That's right. So one day you're here, and then you're fucking gone. That's it, man. Cherish the time. Love the people around you. And impact those you run into in the best way you can. This is Manfused. Out.